Welcome to Polish Jazz Podcasts from polishjazz.com. For a complete list of our podcasts, along with a Spotify playlist for each episode, please visit polishjazz.com slash podcasts. Today's episode is called Komeda, the Father of Polish Jazz. This podcast series will be about the history of Polish jazz and its most important figures. Each episode will be released with a Spotify playlist that references all the music that we mention in the show. As a person raised in multicultural environments, I'm lucky to be in a position where I can be one foot in and one foot out, both in the American and Polish world. I cannot wait to get started, and I hope that you'll join me on this journey. Witamy, or welcome, to all you curious music lovers who have tuned into this podcast. We can't wait to get to know you. So here is my take on Krzysztof Komeda and why he still matters. First of all, a little backstory about him. Krzysztof Komeda is the single most important artist in the entire history of Polish jazz and one of the founding fathers of European jazz as we know it. It is difficult to summarize everything about him in such a short format, but words like genius, composer, visionary, collaborator, and leader come close. What was particularly interesting about Komeda was that he was not a virtuoso or a particularly technically gifted musician. In fact, he had a medical degree. So how could all of the musicians who played with him emphasize what an overwhelming impact his music and his personality made on them? The reason that Komeda matters is his unique style that created the blueprint for a Slavic sensibility that is unique to Polish jazz. Without him, Polish jazz would not have the same personality. In an interview of Komeda, you can hear him answer the question, how did you enter jazz? Jak pan wszedł do środowiska jazzowego? He says, I studied so-called serious music, but by the end of school I was more interested in dance music. During college, I started playing jazz on my own. My only school at the time was radio. Grać już muzykę jazzową zupełnie sam, bez żadnych powiązań, bez jedyną szkołą to było radio. Krzysztof Komeda was born as Krzysztof Czyński on April 27, 1931 in Poznań. He started playing piano at the age of seven. He grew up in Częstochowa, a particularly historically Catholic town, where he earned his A-level certificate in 1950 at the male gymnasium. He participated in the music and poetry club and did further studies in Poznań, focusing on medicine. Komeda took music lessons from early childhood, exploring music theory, and he dreamed of a piano virtuoso career. He became a member of the Poznań Conservatory at the age of eight, but unfortunately he stopped following his dream when World War II happened. Looking for more stability after graduating from gymnasium, he chose to become a medical doctor specializing in laryngology. It's ironic that even though he was a doctor for voices and throats, he never sang himself. He became a successful doctor, but he could not give up his love for music. From the earliest years, Komeda was interested in pop and dance music. Consequently, he started to publicly perform that kind of music. He chose his childhood nickname, Komeda, for his artistic alter ego. 
he had to hide behind another name because in the 1950s, it was still not possible for a reputable doctor to play the decadent music of the West, jazz. Soon he met Witold Kujawski, a graduate of the same school in Ostrowielkopolski and already a well-known swinging bass player. It was Kujawski who acquainted Komedaczynski with jazz and took him to Krakow. That fact coincided with the romantic period of Polish jazz called the Catacombs, when jazz could only be played at private homes and private parties. First jam sessions with famous musicians such as Matuszkiewicz, Borowiec, Walasek, and Kujawski himself took place in the legendary small apartment of Witold in Krakow. During the early 50s, Komeda joined the first post-war pioneer Polish jazz band, a group called Melomani that was from Krakow and Łódź. Its main members were Matuszkiewicz, Czaskowski, and Kujawski. Later on, he played with various pop groups from Poznań. One of them was Jerzy Grzewinski's group, which soon transformed into a Dixieland band. Komeda debuted with Grzewinski on the first jazz festival in Sopot during August 1956, but he achieved much greater success performing with his own sextet with saxophonist Jan Ptaszyn-Wroblewski and vibraphonist Jerzy Milian. The reason for this was simple. Dixieland was no longer able to meet Komeda's growing artistic demands. He was fascinated with modern jazz. Thanks to this passion, the Kometa Sextet was created. The Kometa Sextet became the first Polish jazz group to play modern jazz, and its pioneering performances at the Sopot Music Festival opened the way for jazz as an art form in Poland. Kometa was becoming an incredible artist because he was above all a constantly searching poet, and he could find ways of individual expression of jazz inside himself, in Slavic lyricism, and in the traditions of Polish music. He excelled at creating a poetic atmosphere and knew better than many others how to reach wide audiences. His music has an unmistakable style and its own unique tone. Between 1956 and 1962, Kometa and his groups took part in other domestic and international jazz festivals, constantly pushing new boundaries. An interesting show was created at that time. It was called Jazz and Poetry, and it was shown during the Jazz Jamboree of 1960 and later in the Warsaw Philharmonic. Krzysztof's adventure with film also began. Scores for movies by Roman Polanski, such as Knife in the Water in 1962, or Andrzej Wajda's Innocent Sorcerers in 1960, and Janusz Morgerstern's Goodbye Till Tomorrow were written. This is when Kometa made his mark in the cultural consciousness of media. In 1965, the Kometa Quintet, with Krzysztof Kometa on the piano, Tomasz Sanko on the trumpet, Gwentar Lenz on the bass, Rune Carlson on the drums, and Zbigniew Namysłowski on the alto saxophone, recorded the historical album titled Astigmatik. The New York Times critic Ben Ratliff described the album as one of the great jazz records of its time. London-based music critic and author Stuart Nicholson is probably the one who summarized the importance of the album best. Astigmatic has become a bellwether for European jazz, with critics pointing to how this album marked a shift away from the dominant American approach with the emergence of a specific European aesthetic. In terms of structure, ad hoc songs formed that had a lot to do with Cometa's film writing, its improvisational and rhythmic approach, Astigmatic represents a fresh approach and a different way of hearing and playing jazz. Four decades after Astigmatic's release, there is yet to be another album with more influence on Polish jazz. The Komeda Quintet released only one more album, and I apologize in advance for the pronunciation. 
Lyrik und Jazz, meine Süßeuropäische Heimat, recorded in May 1967 for the West Germany record company Electrola. The album, which was inspired by Kometa's earlier project, Jazz and Poetry, consisted of jazz music and Polish poems by the most important Polish poets of the 20th century, including Nobel Prize winners Czesław Miłosz and Wisława Szymborska. In 1968, Kometa moved to L.A., where he composed the film music for Polanski's Rosemary's Baby and Buzz Kulik's The Riot. When working on Rosemary's Baby, Kometa had a tragic accident, causing him internal brain damage, which led to his death. There are various accounts of what happened, a car accident in the autumn of 1968, being pushed off an escarpment by writer Marek Hwasko during a drinking party, falling down during a hike and suffering head injuries, it is most likely that Komeda drank too much and fell as a result, but the details are still unclear. After being transported back to Poland, he died on April 23, 1969, in Warsaw, without ever waking up again. His funeral at the Pawlowski Cemetery in Warsaw was attended by many of his friends, associates, artists, and a lot of fans. Komeda's music escapes simple classification and description, he never formally studied composition, harmony, arrangement, or orchestration. His unique sound has less to do with conventional jazz-style timing, but rather with Slavic lyricism, 19th-century Polish romantic music tradition, and a variable treatment of time during the course of his compositions. He is widely credited as being one of the founding fathers of a uniquely European style in jazz composition. Decades have passed since Kometa's tragically early death at the age of 38, but his music is still alive, inspiring new artists and attracting new hordes of listeners. Countless Polish jazz musicians have been exploring the legacy of Kometa and his songbook, with Tomasz Stanko being the most famous torch carrier. There are few musicians that did so much with so little time, and that is worth remembering. In the meantime, we'd like to recommend a playlist that we made of Kometa's music without Kometa actually playing. It is a Spotify playlist with a wide array of covers of Kometa's music, showing the lasting effects of his music on artists forever. This podcast was recorded by the Polish Jazz Network, a coalition of musicians, professionals, and jazz enthusiasts. Voice recording and sound editing was done by Misha Lurska. The text was written by Cesare Lurski and Misha Lurska. Music is sampled from the musicians mentioned above. Piano music in the introduction and conclusion was played by jazz musician Mia Tuchillo. All rights to this podcast are reserved by the Polish Jazz Network.